Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are Akbar Gabaja Biamila, co-host of American Ninja Warrior. You always ask me, well, hey, Akbar, what's been the key to your to your success? And I just talk about, you know, look, my, my relationship with God and my me being grateful for you know, for the opportunities that have been given. And brothers Aaron and Alvin Jones of the Packers and Ravens. You guys might play each other, so what's going to happen? Adam, you going to come through the hole? And- uh, no, if I see him in the hole, I'm, I'm going to give him a little boo. I'm going to be nice. I ain't going to run him over. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't do that. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Here with a guy that uh, played some pro football himself, but... He is the co-host of one of the one of the most exciting shows on television. Thank you, American Ninja Warrior yeah. Akbar Baja Biamilia. You got it. You got it. I was scared to say that yeah, before yeah. you came on. I said, "I can't mess that up. I can't mess that yeah, up." You got it. And he's got a new book out yeah. called "Everyone Could Be a Ninja." Yeah. You're looking at it right now. Uh, but first of all, let me say respect and props for the show you guys do. Yeah, thank you very much. What's cool yeah. about the show is is regular people being being athletes yeah. and. and you almost feel like, hey, you know, I, I could get out there and try that one. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, and it's, it's been such a blessing because I, I think about it in just my journey. I'm going on my seventh season hosting the show, but the show is going into its 11th wow. season. So, you know, in TV world, I mean, there are not a lot of shows that, you know, that stick around, you know, for, for that type of length. And to be able to get uh, 11 seasons into Ninja Warrior and, again, going on my seventh has been a blessing. Um, but uh, you're right. It's different from where we are now. We're here at Super Bowl 53, and some of these athletes, Tom Brady, yeah. uh, Todd Gurley, they, they, they are idolized. I mean, a lot of people look up to them. But there's also this, this sense of untouchable. Like, the, um, they're celebrities, whereas when you look at American Ninja Warrior, they're your everyday people. They're accountants, your teachers, your, you know, your servicemen, your, your, your garbage man, your, you know, uh, your lawyers, your doctors, people that you interact with every day. But I, I, what I love what you do about yeah. the show is it isn't just the competition. What my wife loves about yeah. the show, and she's, I love my wife, but she's not much of a sports fan. Yeah. But this show, she'll watch with me because she just loves the stories when you tell the stories it, of these And people. I was just getting ready to say that the, the, the producers have done an amazing job in really capturing these stories in about 90 seconds so people can really get to know them because with the other athletes, you can't really get to know them. Even if you did, like, you got a chance to maybe know LeBron, maybe you don't feel like you can relate to him because, right. you know, he's super popular, he's super famous, he's super rich. And and so there's this level of, well, you know, well, I, I can't relate. Well, these are relatable stories. and But what they do on the course is really phenomenal because 
a lot of them have gone through their own personal obstacles that they have to overcome in their life. And, and that's what inspired me to write this book, Everyone Can Be a Ninja. Uh, the obstacles, knowing those backstories that you're talking about and knowing that they're out there doing the hardest obstacle course in the world. And for them to put themselves in that position, you have to be very vulnerable. You have to be open and transparent. Um, and, and that's what they are. And so uh, I have had my own battles. Um, you know, I've had my own battles. Who's that behind me? Yeah. I've had my own battles behind that. Who's that? Oh, oh, oh this guy. The other number 94. I like huh? it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's Cameron Jordan. I, I love Cameron Jordan. He's a fun guy to be around. But, uh, but yeah, so the show is, uh, is inspired this book, and I'm excited about it. It comes out May 7th. A day after my 40th oh, birthday. Wow. Yeah. Akmar Bajabi Amelia. He, he is, he, he is the host, co-host of American Ninja Warrior. And, you know, one of the things we do on this show on Sold Out Sports Talk is it's all about stories of faith, family, and sports. Yep. You know, we're going inside the game to the stories of the players and coaches mm-hmm. and others that are high impact people, yeah. not only at home, but in their own communities. Yeah. And one of the cool things about the show that I like is, is that these people aren't just high-class, world-class athletes that are absolutely amazing. Mm. But within those stories you tell are stories of how they use their platform to change other people's lives and inspire other people, and that's what I love about your show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a lot of athletes who have used the Ninja Gym to witness um, to other to other uh, kids um, and use it as a, a platform to profess their their love for Jesus Christ. Um, even for me, I talk I talk about it in my book about you know when I came to know Jesus Christ and people always ask me, well, hey, Akbar, what's been the key to your to your success? And I just talk about you know look like my, my relationship with God and my me being grateful for you know for the opportunities that have been given. In front of me, and you know, you, you think about God saying that you know He does not give you the spirit of fear, and I think back to the fear that I had uh, of being able to accept this job of American Enjoyer. I was extremely afraid. I thought, oh, what if I fail, and what if I don't do good, and it's a network TV show, and every millions of people are going to see it. And um, but being able to push through those obstacles, um, and that doesn't come without you know prayer. Um, it's not just like I'm going to physically just walk through, um, you know, praying that God would order my step in a certain way to where. I could have the courage and the strength to embrace the fear because it's natural. It's a natural emotion, you know, to embrace the fear but still move forward. You're saying something that our foundation, the Sold Out Youth Foundation, works with junior high and high school students, mm. teaching them drug and alcohol abstinence, but more importantly, teaching them to go after their goals and dreams yep. and have passion about going for it and not yep. being afraid to try. Yeah, well, I, I think most people think of going after their dreams and going after a goal and, and reaching that means that there's going to be an absence of fear. People mm-hmm. often ask me, right. do you get nervous? Well, yeah, I get nervous. Right. It just just because I'm a professional doesn't mean I don't get nervous. Or just because I, you know you and I played for the Raiders doesn't mean when we step out before that game that there's not a a, a mm-hmm. little bit of unsurety that steps seeps isn't into there, our mind. Wrong. Yeah, there's something's wrong because you know, like I've gone up against you know pro bowlers. Uh, you know, I think about you know my matchup against a Willie Rofe, and I'm thinking, wow, wow he's Willie Rofe. Pro New Orleans yeah, Saints. Yeah, stuff. Boy, he was I, awesome. absolutely. And but you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, hold on. I have to be able to harness that and use it in a positive effort rather than a negative effort because you could harness that and then start doing all this negative self-talk. And, and, and so, again, I talk about to, and give tools in the book, uh, Everyone Can Be a Ninja. Uh, it's not necessarily about actually how to be a ninja as much as it is the mindset of being a ninja warrior. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk, your host, Roman Gabriel. And, uh, of course, we thank fatherhood.gov for being our partner here. And I'm, I'm speaking to my friend Akbar, you know, wrote the book, Everyone Can Be a Ninja. He's a co-host of American Ninja for over nine years now. You know, you are such a powerful role model to kids because – Thank you. Um, you know, most 
kids can't look at a Tom Brady or, or look at a Jared Goff or somebody who's a superstar in the NFL and go, you know, how do I relate with them? But, right. but you played the game long enough where they say, I know where he's been and I'd like to go there. But what you're doing now is, is you're saying, I'm using my platform. I'm trying something new. It isn't about what I did in the past. It's about that's what right. I'm doing now, right? Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, look, the NFL was great. But, you know, the truth is I didn't even have an illustrious NFL career. I was a, a, a guy who's a blue-collar guy, played special teams, you know, came down on, you know, pass rush, you know, as a special pass rush specialist. Um, but, you know, and I, and I fought from team to team to, to, to try to make a living in the NFL. But it's what you do. And I remember I had this aha moment to where I go, you know, there's such a pressure now, especially in this self-absorbed world of social media, like how many followers do you have and how many followers, <laughs> and how many followers can That's you right. get? And That's I got to right. do all these things to develop my followers. I was like, you know what would be more impactful? Rather than worrying about my social media following, how about I use my platform to see how I could make a difference in other people's right. lives? The platform thing is so huge. And you know, one of the, the pitfalls for professional athletes that retire is everybody wants to talk about what you did because that's yeah. what brought them joy. They went yeah. and saw you play and say, hey, you were great back when. Right. Uh, but I see so many guys today coming through here that understand that faith, family, and sports is something you live the rest of your life. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. You're having an impact on this show, American Ninja Warrior, which is a worldwide hit. Yeah. Um, so tell me about where the show is going and, and what you see as the future of this show. Well, the, the future of the show is really, is it's really spot. We have a spinoff show now, uh, American Ninja Warrior Junior. So we've now opened it up for kids. It's on Universal Kids. It's actually airing right now. Uh, we'll start shooting season two in July, but it has become a hit um, in that ninja gyms are now growing all over the country. You, it, it used to be where, you know, you could only find maybe one or, or if none in your state. Now you can go to Minneapolis. There are eight or nine of them so in Minneapolis. So it's been around long enough now where you're having a second generation that's seeing these world-class athletes yeah. to say, I want to do that. Yeah, and there's even talks in consideration for uh, 2028 Olympics. Um, that's how popular it's become. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's a testament to, you know, the show, the strength, the fans, the people who've supported this show, and really they see the, the you know, beyond the stories as well, they see the athleticism and the concentration, the mental uh, mental uh, uh, and physical fortitude that you have to have in order to, because, look, it's a high fail rate, believe it or not. Big time. I mean, we've had $1 million winner right. in 10 seasons. And that's not just here. You, you know, that's over on the other side of the well, world. Well, too, right? in, 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 in Japan, where it originated in Sasuke, they've had three, but in how many years? one person did it twice. Oh, wow. So it's really only two people have ever completed okay, the, so the, the, the course. Okay, so I want to ask you, Akbar, we're with Akbar Bajabimilia. He has a book called Everyone Can Be a Ninja, and where can they get that? Amazon, no, you can Amazon, Bookstore, Books a Million, uh, books are, uh, Barnes & Noble, and uh, anywhere else they sell books, okay, but you can if, pre-order it. Uh, it comes out May 7th. I don't know if anybody's asked you this question, but I yep. thought about this. You get so excited up there watching these guys come through. Your enthusiasm yep. is infectious. Yep, thank you. I, my wife and I, it's like, I wonder how he'd do doing this. Uh, Akbar would do going through it. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, I did actually i just uh ran it last year for the very first time um and i was not screaming the way i cheer for for the other uh, -huh. uh athletes uh, i was really really nervous um but every time i went through an obstacle and completed it i was taking a deep breath like oh my goodness like i took time to just like oh my gosh i just got through this obstacle but uh, i was able to make it all the way and hit the uh uh the buzzer on the warped wall so you gotta wow. yeah you, you gotta youtube it it's, it's on youtube um it's my one of my proud moments and i can definitely say you know what I'm saving this clip because I don't know if I'm going to be trying to run it again. It took me three months to prepare for that. Sure. Yeah. But let me ask you this. 
Um, just like playing the game of football, when you get in the booth and you're calling football, you've been there. Yeah. Uh, so well, now, after yeah, now, all these years, yeah, yeah. you've been there and gone through it. How yeah. has that helped you from the standpoint of calling these things and thinking about more than just, hey, this guy should be able to do this? Yeah. What, what, well, it's given me a lot more empathy towards the uh, the, the athletes. It's given me better perspective. Um, but you know, the one thing that won't die. You talk about you know just me, you know, being you know, super excited for these athletes. You know, the, the truth is it, it does come from, a, 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 I guess, a, a root of insecurity. Uh, as a as an NFL guy, I never got the the, the, the the fanfare, and I never got the, you know, the, 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 the cheering. People recognize you more for the show, right? Oh, yeah, no, no doubt about it. But I didn't get people cheering for me, and I thought, you know, like, but I'm playing on a team with Tim Brown and Jerry Rice yeah. and Rich Gannon and Bill Romanowski. Incredible and football team. I told myself if I ever had the platform, I would cheer for people the way I wanted people to cheer for me for you. because I think at the root of all of us, we all want to be acknowledged. And I think in one of my catchphrases, I see you. And I truly mean that because I do see and recognize everybody for the talent that they are. Akbar Bajabiamilia, get his book on Amazon and everywhere else. When's it coming out? Uh, May 7th, the day after my 40th birthday. Everyone can be a ninja, yes. and I've been waiting for this interview a long time. I appreciate Darren you setting so much, you Robert. up. I'm a big fan, my wife and I. And I don't like that you're taller than me, so <laughs> i gotta deal, I got to find a way to deal with this. We want to <laughs> you coming in, my friend. Let's Thank stay in touch. You. Thank you so much. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. This is Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with brothers Aaron and Alvin Jones of the Packers and Ravens. Visit SoldOutTV.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Two Lee Steinberg guys that are brothers, and I remember meeting both of them about three years ago. Yes, sir. Great to have you, Alvin. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Congratulations on a great year this year. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, Wish so I'm going to ask your brother this in a second, but what's it like that getting that first year under your belt? It's relieving. Like, you've you made it. Like, your dream, like, has come to fruition. So awesome. It's just it's just an amazing feeling. What's, what's it like playing with my friend John Harbaugh? Oh, I love Coach Harbaugh. He's he's such a, like, cool, calm, collected guy, and uh, he's – he cares about you more than just football. Like he'll sit down with you, have a conversation yeah. without and then not being football. So that's just great to have knowing everything with him doesn't have to be football. Well, I'll give you a quick story. The second Super Bowl they won in New Orleans, you know, when they beat Pittsburgh. Um, after the game was over, he was at the podium and he was they were, you know, celebrating and I was next to him with a microphone and he turned to me and he said, "Is this awesome or what?" God be, to God be the glory. They yes, say it, it, it was one of those moments where you just go, "Wow, he gets it." Yes, that's sir. who that's who he is. Yes, Adam Green Bay Packers, right here, running back. Uh, you had a you you had a wonderful season. Yes, Congratulations. Sir. Thank you, thank you. I tell you what, we got Danny Vitale came by a little while ago. He's a Packer, fullback, fullback. That's right. We got Wilson's there with you guys as well, is that right? No, he's in uh, San Francisco, oh, Williams, no, no, Jamal. No, that's right, Jamal. Jamal's yes, with you guys. So what's it like to have all you guys on the same team? Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun knowing that like, guys you know, uh, you, yeah. you've been around, uh, you, so you feel comfortable. You, They're they're in my room, uh, so they're, we're all in the same same meeting room, so I could, you could be yourself. You can, you can let loose. You can be yourself around those guys, so it makes it easier. It makes it fun. Okay, so 
my dad played for the Los Angeles Rams, and uh, your, your agent, Lee Steinberg, grew up watching my father in the Coliseum. His dad used to take him there. Coliseum hasn't changed very much, just a couple new scoreboards. The Rams are playing them for one more year. I had the privilege to come to the Packers, you guys coming into the Coliseum, and uh, it was a great football game. You guys really close, three-point game. Um, tell me about your f experience in playing the Coliseum. A lot of history, Olympics history, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of hi history in that in that Coliseum, and I told you it's nothing like playing in that Coliseum, uh, especially with the great fans the Packers have. They took over that stadium, and you hear Go Pack Go chants, and it was just super loud, and it was a great atmosphere to play in. You know, it's great to see the Rams and the Packers play again because that tradition, there's been some great games played over the years between the Los Angeles Rams and the Green Bay Packers, a lot of history. Uh, and you got to know history if you're going to play with the Packers, right? Oh, you definitely got to know history. There's a lot of history there. We just finished our 100th season, and it's a, it's a lot of history. So you got Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Ray yes, Nitschke, yes, Willie Wood. I mean, Reggie White, Her, so many Reggie people. Reggie White, Herb Adderley. So many people. Uh, and, and they do such a great job of, of the town owning the team, and th th there's just a special vibe, right? Yes, sir. You forgot a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Jerry Kramer. That's right. <laughs> Jerry Kramer. He, uh, Jerry, hey, listen, he gave him the Hall of Fame last year. Yes, sir. He used sir. to come on this show all the time when, when they were trying to get him in the Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. We're just happy he did it before he left the earth, right? <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, it's kind of nice to yes, get it sir. while you're living. That is. That's, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Well, Alvin, you're playing for an organization that knows how to win championships, uh, just like the Packers. Baltimore, I was just had Matt Stover here with me a little while ago. Matt was the kicker. was basically one of the great kickers in NFL history, two-time Super Bowl winner with the Baltimore Ravens. So, 20 years in the league. I know you guys would love to play 20, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's it feel? How's it feel going into your second year? What are some of the things that you want to work on this year as you get ready for training camp? As you get ready for what well, you guys missed the playoffs by game, right? No, we made the playoffs. We no, lost, that's right. You yeah, did make it. You won the last game to get in the playoffs, yes, right? Sir. Beat the Browns. So, what does it mean for next year in terms of in terms of what you guys want to do and where you're at? I think it's just a good starting point uh, for next year. You know, we had a quarterback switch midseason, and now you get a full season with Lamar. We got Coach Harbaugh back, so we 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 should start right from where we where we left off, and uh, we got a new offense coordinator. So just excited about all of it. It was really the defense that came along in the second half of the season that got you in it, right? Yes, sir. Very impressive the way you played. So can, can we do that for 17 games next year? That's the, that's the goal. You know, uh, we got to sign CJ back. Uh, we got a bunch of people, get some people that are back. due to get paid. So yeah. we get everybody back and the sky's the limit. Well, you know business, man. It's not like they yeah. don't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you're playing for a quarterback that's a legend, right? Yes, sir. And uh, Danny was telling me a little bit about Aaron. I wanted to get your feelings about playing with a quarterback that's that's as great as this guy is. Uh, he makes the game easy for you. Like when it, when it comes to protection, I don't have to sit there and think. I don't have to sit there and read. He he'll go, hey, you have him and him. That makes it easy for me. I look, look. If they're not coming, I get out on my route. I don't have to sit there, wait, 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 look, scan. So it makes my it makes it easier for me and um, just from him throwing the ball, like the way like he throws the ball downfield. A lot of times he catches it for you. The way he throws it is like it drops right in yeah. your hands. So it's like a perfect pass. So he just makes the game easier for you, allows you to play faster, and he gets the ball in your hands. Well, tell me also about his leadership. Uh, you know, I hear great things just about the way he comports himself in practice, the way his work ethic. Oh uh, yes, sir. He's he's one of the hardest work uh, workers that we have, and he he doesn't let anybody slack. If he sees you slacking, he'll call you out and hold you accountable for it. So. 
Uh, and that's what you need on your team. You need you need your quarterback to be a leader. So this was a great move for you to go to the Packers because they that their offense is so diverse and so multitasked, and the running back is such a big part of their passing game. So you got to be elated to be uh, playing for them and have the opportunity to catch balls from this guy. And you you had a bunch of catches this year. Yes, sir. Not too many people get to say they caught balls from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So um, that, that's something special. And he, I mean, I, I did catch the ball a lot more out of the backfield this year. That's something I look to keep working on and improving on. What do you guys need to do to get back in the playoffs next year? I know you had some Aaron's injury early this season. You had some other things going on. New we got, coach We got to stay healthy, uh, get in the playbook and get that down. I feel like the faster we get that down, I feel like we have the weapons. We just got to get that down and nobody will be able to Tell stop me about us. your new coach. Uh, I know he likes to run the ball. Uh, he uh, likes You to be love that, don't you? I definitely do. I definitely do. Uh, he likes to be balanced 50-50. Um, yeah. He says the run goes in hand with the pass. Pass goes in hand with the run. So I'm okay. excited. I'm with Adam Jones, Green Bay Packers, Alvin Jones, Baltimore Ravens. And, of course, I have a little history with these guys. They're Texas El Paso guys. Yes, sir. And, see, I played at the University of New Mexico, and I can truly say that I never lost to Texas El Paso. <laughs> but you guys were really good, so we might have had a better game. When you guys were playing us, we had to win that because they knew we should. <laughs> but, yes, but you know what? I love that stadium. I love playing in the Sun Bowl. That was one of the great experiences of my life. You know, just a cool place to play, right? Great sir. tradition. But I you guys have brought the program back, though, right? I mean, it's play better. I mean, when you guys – listen, you guys won one, two games almost every season when I was playing. Yeah, we, uh, we went to a ball game uh, sophomore year. And then my my senior year, we went 0-12. Uh, this past year, they finally got a, their first win. So And we got a new coach this season. So they're back on, back on the right they're track. They're back on the rebuilding. I know that this platform we use means more than just catching balls, touchdowns, and making a little money. What it means is, is that you guys have an opportunity to impact people. Alvin, tell me about how you're impacting people and what your passion is and how you're going to use this platform for God. Okay, so we, we love to give back. I know before I even uh, took a snap in the NFL, we had a camp. Me and Aaron had a camp, uh, 1,200 kids. Cool. Uh, it was free, free of all costs. So. We, we just like giving back, giving, and then in Baltimore especially, you give back to the less fortunate, be good mentors to people because you know people need that in their lives. That's awesome. Adam, what are you doing, man, in Green Bay? I know they've pumped up. Um, well, we get, me and him also, we gave away uh, some bikes the past two years oh, awesome. uh, to kids in need who wouldn't really get anything for Christmas. Uh, yeah. Also did some, like, turkey baskets and stuff like that. So um, just want to, like you said, be a role model, be a leader, and, like, without God, none of this is possible. We wouldn't be here, so uh, we wouldn't be sitting here in, talking to you. Uh, we wouldn't be in the in the shoes we are. So we're it's truly a blessing. And I would definitely want to use my platform, and uh, I'm looking. We work. I work a lot with special ed, but I want to get into helping like uh, underprivileged children. You know, training camp is a big tradition for you guys. The kids oh, bring the bikes it. out, and tell me about that. So I got a. I just this year I got a permanent rider. His name's Carson. Uh, he he's from Green Bay, and. Uh, one day he came out and he picked me and he, he was just hit it off and I've been riding uh, drive riding his bike the whole time. Cool. And, uh, now we got close. He comes to all my if I have like radio shows and stuff around Green Bay, he'll come. And so it's, it's really fun. I it, used you, to get to gain a relationship with them. I used to laugh because Reggie White used to get on one of those bikes and I said, "Man, he's gonna kill that bike." Oh, he's gonna flatten that thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, they needed a big bike for him. <laughs> and then when the, 
thick tires. Yeah, we just had Jeremy, his son, who was in here a couple of days ago, and it's 14 years uh, that his father passed away. Oh, wow. Uh, but incredible man and had a credible impact on so many people. And, you know, that, isn't that the goal, right? Yes, the, goal, the goal is that you leave a, a legacy and an image, correct? That you leave Definitely. something for someone to take up. Yes, sir. Uh, and I know that because I talked to your father about that. Uh, you guys are fortunate, and I wanted to tell you, you know, you had a great experience with a dad who really cares and a p parents that really care, and you, that means something, doesn't it, to have a father who cares about you? Yes, sir, it definitely does. I mean, it means the world. Uh, he's right there every step of the way. He never missed a game, and just showing, showing me how to be a man, showing me how to raise my kids and what a man's supposed to be like. So tell me, Alvin, what's it like following your brother? Because I remember you were with him a few years ago when he was getting ready for the draft. So now you guys are together. What's it like? It's a special thing. I was with uh, Jason and Devin McCourty uh, the other night on Monday night at the Gatorade, and uh, you know both those guys are huge believers and uh, solid guys, and they were talking about just what it meant to, for them to play together, to have a prop to do that in the Super Bowl. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it, if you guys got to play together? Yes, sir. It'd be amazing. It, I feel like it would just be like Little League or high school, back on the same team, watching him do what he does, and just doing amazing, and it'd be crazy. So you guys might play each other. So what's going to happen, Adam? You going to come through the hole and uh, Ravens by 15. There you go. <laughs> He's on. Something's wrong with him. That's not happening. But um, no. Nah, if I see him in the hole, I'm, I'm gonna give him a little boo. I'm gonna be nice. I ain't gonna run him over. I'm gonna be nice. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right, Alvin Jones and Adam Jones, the brothers Jones, the YouTube. Here's Dad. Dad, hop in here. Hop right in here. Put your head in here. Say hello. You know these two guys are on the straight and narrow because of you, right? Keeping in place. <laughs> Give God all the glory for that one. Well, I tell you what, I was telling these guys that uh, Jason and Devin McCourty the other night, the Patriots were together, and you could see the unity and the love between those two guys. What a great opportunity for two brothers to get in the NFL. It doesn't happen very often, guys. It definitely doesn't. It's a blessing. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.